When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, it's another glorious day in the neighborhood, my friends. Yes, we are st- sitting right here at Chuck Noel Field, overlooking the hallowed fields. It's, you know, because that's hallowed is like one of those things you got to say. You know, because it's St. Vincent College. This is the home of the training camp for the Pittsburgh Steelers for over 50 years. And, Max, your timing is explicit as always. Right down to the nanosecond, you check in, baby. You know, you you may never be early, but you're never late. That's right. That's right. I, I'm always hey, I'm always on time, especially when food's involved. I'm always on time. Okay. You know, speaking of food, that's, that's perfect. By the way, the Steelers are moving practice up to – 10.30 instead of the one fifty-five again. So we just need to be mindful of that, folks, if you want to come out here. But the other thing, Max, you spoke of food. You know, training camp is always about getting in shape. You know what I mean? It is. And, you know, I couldn't help but notice you and I were killing it in the, 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 the dining hall yesterday. Now, I, I for myself, and before I let you tear off on this, you know, I, I noticed that the, the king crab claws were going down you, Chuck Batch impressed me. I never thought a slender quarterback could put away so much king crab. It was like watching the deadliest catch on TV unfold right in front of me between you two. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it was a funny thing because obviously it was another offense-defense victory day. Oh, yes. Right? You know, you had, you had the competition. Offense won. And, you know, we got but we got there a little late, right? We had meetings. Right. We watched film. True. Um, before we before we ventured, we did on our over. due diligence. A lot of due diligence, and that due diligence paid dividends. <laughs> I like that. Say and, that three times yeah, fast. Exactly, and it paid dividends. By the way, of king crab legs, king crab legs, Red and king crab legs at that. Not to mention there was bone in ribeye. I, I'm sorry, I loved the bone in ribeye. Had to go there. Yeah. It was spectacular. Got that horseradish stuff going on. But you and Charlie, it was just amazing. You know, I actually interviewed one time for a podcast in-house, Wild Bill. You know, on the, the Captain Wild Bill on the Deadliest oh, Catch? yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah with the guy with the long hair, gray hair. Yeah. Something. Cool dude. Absolutely cool dude. Great guy. But I'm watching that, and I'm watching those, those crab claws go between you and Chuck. I mean, you guys had butter flying and lemon and everything else going on there. L- l- listen, it, it, was, it was one of those things where you see it and you're like, you know what? I think I want to go seafood today. I don't need as much red meat. 
You know, it's one of those days where I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be healthy. It's a cleansing. It's cleansing. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. I, I mean, Chuck and I actually put 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 away the same amount, which was which was three of those ginormous solid, solid crab legs. I mean, I don't know. This crab had to. Have been, I don't know how old crabs are to get that long of leg, right. but. He he was wise. It was as long as your elbow to your fingertips. I think. Yeah, long. that's definitely, how long. Definitely, definitely a forearm. You could have like sword fight with those things. No question, no question. And and you probably you know would have would have had like a repartee. And they were you know it was, was kind of spiny. Yeah, you got to be careful. You can put an eye out with that. Yeah, stuff. you could. But uh, but yeah, Chuck, Chuck and I definitely. <laughs> We, we we waited our time. We're like, hey, make sure all the offensive personnel right? they and all got their chow have gotten their food. They were off to meetings, so and the guys like, I got to get rid of this. So I mean, who am I to deny a guy's request and a plea? I uh, you know what exactly the young man carving up that bone and ribeye said. He said, man, I got to get rid of this meat. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm supposed to be passing off to the people getting out there. I'm like, brother, I'm here to help solve your problem. I am here. Here is my plate. Thank you. May I have another? <laughs> it's, it's like I'm playing. I'm playing. You know, uh, 21 over in Vegas. Hit me again. Hit yeah. me again. Yeah. yeah. Hit. Hit. I'm showing four here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, today the Steelers are again moving to um, the practice up from, uh, like I said, from 155 to 1030 max. Seemed to be a good thing for them yesterday. They got a lot of quality work done. We got to watch some film last night. I uh, watch what these guys are doing. They're making some. Really, uh, very good. You know, moving forward in their own performance levels. One of the guys that I thought uh, had a good practice yesterday was Mitch Trubisky. He looked. He's really been gaining some mojo the last couple of days. Yeah, he he's he's one of those guys that you know you look at practice. I would say he's probably, and not not in like a negative term, right? But most improved day to day. Would okay. you say is that is that a safe that's, that's is that a safe statement for me to that's say? Fair. He's been he's been has, moving yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. He's been steady. Like his decision making gets stronger and stronger. His recognition gets quicker and quicker, and the ball seems to be getting tighter and tighter it on the rope. And so it's been it's been awesome to see that. And and when you watch it on film, you get a better appreciation because in live in practice, you know, mentally, I'm not I'm not logging every play right because I'm looking at so many different elements live. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have enough brain cells that are working yeah. to be able to. Well, you know, put because I'm looking because I'm looking in the I'm looking at the line first. Yes, how's that assignment look? I'm not looking at the quarterback's read and progression, but when right. we get to film, I get to we get to rewind, go back, and you can kind of see it from three different angles per play. I love all the different angles. Yeah, no, that's it, pretty it, cool. It's tremendous, and it helps. It makes our job easier. Oh, it does because think about this: when we get to go watch film, and then we're now on air talking to you. <laughs> It makes it a lot easier because we've seen a lot of different angles to be better in our opinions. You got more angles than they do the JFK shooting down in Dallas. That that is crying true. out loud. Well, it's technology and yeah, different it's really age. stepped yeah. up. But I, I'll say this: you know, Mitch Trubisky doing a better job. He's. It looks like I don't know. Um, he's playing with confidence. It looks like he's just. Um, you just see more of his personality unfolding. He's winging the ball in there. He's getting out on the edges when he needs to. Escaping yeah. the, the, the rush. Only when necessary. It's only not, when necessary. It's not right? like, uh, go. No, no, you that's know. Kenny Pickett in many sense, just because yeah. that's the third string offensive line. Uh, the kid's got yeah. no choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's survival of the fittest. Yeah. Like, listen, it, hey, if I if, if I don't run, we don't we don't get a playoff. <laughs> <laughs> 
There you go. I mean, you know, that's just a, a difficult situation. Now, I thought one of the throws of the day, though, was Mason Rudolph down in the middle. He threw into a window that was open and, and shut so fast. It was faster than – did you ever play miniature golf where they got the windmill? You got yes. time to putt in between yeah. the blades as they come around. That's what it looked like with Mason Rudolph. I mean, he had, he timed that perfectly. Except for it, was a, it felt like a windmill with like eight, eight of those <laughs> – Arms, yeah, those blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was even tight. It was like it was tight. tight. It, it was, was tight. tight. And you know, and I think one of the things that that was really cool to see as well yesterday in the uh, team run, which was full, which was full go, take him to the ground. Yes, Jalen Warren popped a run again. That and, and then he had like four guys on him and still fell forward. You I know, thought, I thought that was impressive. His his post contact yardage. Yeah. Uh, I said that correctly, right? Yeah, you okay, did, good. You did. All right, just a little reality check on a yeah, Wednesday. No. All right, post contact because I didn't have an, uh, enough coffee you, this morning. You but. can make it easy and say PCY. Okay, PCY. Yeah. Uh, let's see, post contact. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, I got. Hey, listen, you, I got you. I got what you. What can I say? Look, I was I was either third in my sixth grade spelling bee or sixth in my third. I can't remember which. Okay. Well, <laughs> so that, that's that's all the academia I can brag about in my <laughs> career. Okay, but I'll say this, you know, and I think about it. Um, that was this this Jalen Warren is just a guy that keeps showing up day by day, doing things that make you like a hmm, uh, or Myron would say hmm ha. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and that, that's one of the th- and that's the beauty of like training camp when you get to watch it. For a number of days consecutively, and we've been out here for what two weeks. And has it been that long? It, I think I it has. I'm not. I'm never going to go into. I don't. Your Groundhog part. Day just it just keeps flipping the, the the card over, man. But uh, but when you see that, you actually can see tangible differences, whether it's progression, plateauing, or regression. You can see that when you've seen it over and over. The re- the replication, the repetition, right. um, allows us to see really how guys have really gone through camp and, and what hay they've made, so to speak. And the positioning, you see guys changing in positions, getting more opportunities right? Um, as we get through camp, especially when you don't know what you know each day is going to entail. But the coaches are making these decisions. I know it's not finite. Now, the quarterbacks have been a little bit more consistent and stagnant, I guess you'd say. The only rotation you really see would be Mason and Kenny kind of alternating right. series yep. as the number two quarterback. Mitch is Mitch is definitely taken by far and away the lion's share of first team. Yes. So when we're going into this game, just about I mean, all. I mean, it, but for a few, it's safe to say that Mitch is going to be starting. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, I think that's one of the things we can absolutely say. Yeah, I'm not a betting man, but if I was, I would probably put some money on that one. Yeah. Come uh, Saturday night against. You know, it's interesting. Seattle is in the same boat as Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know Seattle is now they've they've uh, shipped off Russell Wilson, so He's you a got two Bronco. teams. Yes, two longtime superstar quarterbacks for these two teams who have won Super Bowls for their teams are no longer there, and both teams are in search of quarterbacks now. The next quarterback. The next quarterback. Except for I think Pittsburgh, we're we're in a better position. Oh yeah, than, uh, I would Seattle. say so. Uh, Geno Smith and Drew Locke is not exactly. That's not exactly lighting up the torch. <laughs> no, that you know? that that is not. I expect a run game on display think, for think them. about this. I I was reading a report and they did something at the stadium the other day, and they put up you know Russell Wilson's you know face on the screen or something, and the crowd some of the crowd booed him. I'm like going wow. Yeah, isn't, isn't that how fast the, how ooh. fast the village folk turn? Yeah, how about that, man? <laughs> that was like boo. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this man 
took you all to two Super Bowls and, yeah. and won one of them. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what else could he have done? And he got traded. You know, it's not like it's not like, hey, he, he went Kevin Durant on the NBA side. And like, I demand a trade. It's me or the coach and the GM. He, he didn't make no ultimatums like that. He, just, he got traded. You got traded, man. And it was like, wow. Yeah. So how fast you fall from favor. Yeah. Exactly. So, I'm like, he's not even in your division. I'm like, y'all, I don't even think they play him this year. <laughs> yeah, Seattle fans. Yes. Go chew on some granola, guys. But I will say this. In Seattle, you get some of the best sushi ever. I was out there. Really? Yeah, we went out there one time back in your day when you were playing. Uh-huh. And we went out there, and I, I got to tell you, man, Tunch and I hit this sushi joint, and it was killer. Absolutely killer. We slayed some serious fish on that well, day. I tell you, you. you have the Pacific there. You have a big well, port, you and think, they have yeah. that. that what's the famous market down there where yeah, they're tossing the fish? The fish where they're tossing? Yeah. I can't remember the name. It's called of, the fish it, market. Oh, it is called the fish market. As far as oh, never mind. That's a I market. Don't even, I don't even guys. know why. Why would why would I even trust Wolf to remember <laughs> the name of? of, of Anything that, that I had you going for a moment you, there, you though. You did, you did, you did, you did. I, I was like, I, I trust you in uh, all uh, areas in the Northeast, but yeah, every, you once screwed we got up. Out of you there, trusted that was, me. That was wrong. <laughs> Anywho, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I, and, and here's the thing: I love, I love trying seafood. I did not try seafood when I was in Seattle. Oh, um, yeah. Well, it, it's just because it, it was weird to figure out, and and it's not a city we frequent. Right. Correct. So. I was like, nah, I'm not. I'm not venturing out. <laughs> you know, I'm like, let me just keep this as keep this as tight to the vest and tight to the location as possible. <laughs> but uh, but normally when I go to cities, you know, I, I want to go try. Like w- when we go to Baltimore, I love going out. Um, now or as a player, both. Okay, let, both. let me ask. Okay, this is something that's more unique to today's player, at least back than back in my day. Now we went out. Some you know, I mean, some of the players went out. Myself, I just wanted to stay in the hotel room night for a game. I mean, I just, yeah. I just, I was unfit for for company basically, and yeah. just staying in the room and getting your mind right—that sort of thing—that was always preeminent in my mind as we prepared for the game. Now, other guys, they yeah. seem to like to go out, and a couple times I go out to dinner the night before, but yeah. it was always unsettling. It was not my routine. Yeah, as a line, we we would we would usually try and and get if, as as many guys as possible. To get, and we would go as a unit, especially okay. if there was a place that we were recommended okay. to go and we could call in advance, get some space so that we're not just in the fray, so to speak, like right. in the middle. We're not in the middle of a, of a, of a huge dining room on right. display with a long table. Yes. You know, if we could, if we could carve out space in a place, we would do that. Uh, and, you know, because I love, I love, I love travel. I love, tra- I've loved travel since I've been a kid. Really? My mom. Was, I used to love travel and then. No, it's not so big when you hit the big six O's. Well, and, and I think, but but for me, like my mom was a flight attendant, okay, as well, as well as you know her other profession, which was a funeral director. My mom was a flight attendant um, when I was really young. So, and then after she retired, she still had all of her benefits, so she could fly whenever she wanted. Oh wow! So we would get we would get on a plane at the drop of a dime. I mean, it was one of those things where I just I was always flying from a very young age and always going to different places. So. I've naturally had that spirit of adventure mm-hmm. when it comes to going and traveling places. And still to this day, and my girls love it too. So my wife and I, my wife loves travel too as well. And so we've always kind of had that spirit of adventure. So we try and impart the travel to our kids. But it's just something like when I go to a new city, I'm like, man, I can't believe I'm here. Let's go, let's go explore a little mm-hmm. bit. And I, I'll never forget my rookie year, Um, you know, 
when I wasn't dressing, which is like the first, uh, was the first five or six games of the season, I wasn't dressing. It was Barrett Brooks. And okay. I was like, all right, well, I'm going out. I mean, our first away game was Baltimore. And that's when I kind of walked around the Inner Harbor yes, and that's, everything. Yes, that's a neat place. And, and ended up, because I walked around, me and my buddies, we ended up getting tickets to an Alicia Keys concert. Really? Like, just random. Alicia Keys? Yes. Who's she? The famous singer. I know. I, I don't even know why I threw that name out there. Ja- Jacob, can you put the headset down? <laughs> is she related at all to Francis Scott Keys, you know? Uh, definitely not. Def- definitely. Well, Scott his key. key. Yeah, key. No or, S. Well, but, you know, I mean, maybe they just slipped one in there, you know? Yeah, I apologize to everybody out there that knows who Alicia Keys <laughs> is in this line of questioning. Um, but, no. So, back to my story. Yes, back, back to, to your my story. story. <laughs> not your like, <laughs> musical and person knowledge. <laughs> Um, so we're walking, and sh- and sh- and so we, because we hear the we hear her voice, right, and right. the songs that are familiar, and I'm like, are they? Why are they playing Alicia Keys? On, you know, nonstop out out in this outdoor. It was an outdoor amphitheater down there. Oh yeah, I've been ne- there. Ne- next to yes. the hotel. Yeah. So she was she was doing a special private concert for Make a Wish Kid. Oh okay. But it's an outdoor amphitheater, so you can hear. So we're walking, and we're at, like, what, what's going on here? You know, we're here for the game. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Miss Keys would be excited if you guys gave us tickets. And so we went to the concert right after meetings were over with. Okay. Before bed check. Right. We're, we're at this amphitheater watching an Alicia Keys concert and looking at our watches. And it's right on the water, correct? It's right on the water. Yes, because I, I know exactly yeah. where you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and right next to the hotel. And right. so we're looking at the time and, like, the concert's getting close <laughs> to the end. We're looking. We're looking. And... And then as soon as the concert ends, it's, it's like, I want to say bed check was like at 10.30, 10 o'clock, 10.30. It, it's like two minutes before bed check. And she finally ends, and we book it, all the rookies. Because all the older guys, they, they, they know what the deal is. They can walk back. Right. I mean, if they're five minutes late, they don't care. We're rookies. This is our first away trip. No, we got. We you got to go. We got to get back. Get we had propped open the side door so we could run up the stairs, <laughs> just to make what sure. Forethinking is to be pre- to pre- be what forewarned. Or no, to be. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, don't Anyways, you thought ahead. We That's all. That we pre-thought. You pre-thought. We pre-thought, and uh, and we got back right in time. But it was but it was tremendous, and that was because you know just out exploring. Like we're just wanting to see. What's out in a, in a city? So usually I do that. Seattle was the one exception where I, I just I didn't really go out in that area. Um, but every other city, yeah, we'll we'll get out and go. And especially when you get to a city that guys are like from, right? Or they can, you know they play college there, somewhere. yeah. So they could take us around. Like when we went right. to Dallas, um, you know, Flozell was with us. So Flozell took us to this really cool steakhouse. And so it, it's like it's those fun times where you get to and you get to further that's bond good. with your teammates, right. right? And I think that's an important thing, especially when it comes to offensive line. Like our bond is a lot different than every other position right. on it's the field. It's a good stake. That's what bonds us. Well, I mean, it's a good stake. It's a conversation. <laughs> it's the Jonesing. I mean, it, it's a, it's all encompassing. I know you would have been focused in on some type of like double cut porterhouse or ribeye. Absolutely. Rib but you know what I finished up with? What did you finish you up? You got to finish up with cherry cheesecake. You got to get your carbs too. You know, because you got to have carbs, you know, for the game the next day. So I always thought, well, let's just wind up a little cherry cheesecake. I'm just, I'm just a good plain cheesecake guy. Huh? I, 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 you know, I don't want. I, I like the I, cherries though. I don't want. I don't want fruit with my with my cheesecake. I know. I I like it. Personally. Creamy and fruity just doesn't quite. Oh, it's sensational. Go with, with me with some whipped cream on top. See, now, but you already have the cream from the cream cheese. Why do you need whipped cream? Because it's there. No. 
See, once again, you're, you're, just, you're convoluting. Keep the main thing the main thing. Convoluting Wolf. is what I do, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no where, doubt, no where, doubt about where, it. Where were we again? <laughs> Going back to the Alicia Keys concert, I'll yeah. give you about a decade ago, maybe even 12, 13 years ago, Tunch and I were in New York. And we saw this band, and it was like they were from Argentina. And they were playing, you know, they got all the cymbals and all the kind of, you know, the, the, the instruments that they have down there. Well, then a year later, we see them in that amphitheater. It's the same band, you know, playing in Baltimore at this amphitheater. Tunch is in the stands. There's like 30 people, right, yeah. in that whole big amphitheater. He's, yell- he's yelling, going, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> and they're looking at him like he's got three heads. And I'm exactly. going, would you shut up, Tunch? In America. <laughs> I'm, who else can say they're two for two? <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. He was killing me. And he goes, he goes I'm your biggest fan. I want to buy you. <laughs> Would you shut up? Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Hey, he should have been. He's embarrassed, but he really loves you. He has your tattoo on his arm. <laughs> Let's go to break. <laughs> Let's go to break. We'll be back in a minute. Thank you. you listen to in the locker room. <laughs> when you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Well, Mike Tomlin often often says you got to be light on your feet, and the Steelers proved it. All right, you got another practice walkthrough flipperoo as the Steelers practicing at 1030 rather than the 155, which, okay, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I just see cloud cover, but I don't know about the uh, the bad weather. Did you hear anything about bad weather? Well, I I, I did not. I'm assuming I, I'm going to I'm going to check here for you, but in case you were wondering, you got I'm your, waiting uh, for it to your super super watch, super yeah. secret watch. Got my here. Dick Tracy watch on. Okay, all right. It, it it's showing a lot of cloud cover, but then again, the, the this is this is also Latrobe. Hey, Captain, Captain Obvious. I can look around and see cloud. Well, I'm cover. just I'm just telling you what it says. So it show it shows a wheel of okay. time and it. Okay, I can't do it out. from that position. You have to look at it like me. I okay, there we, right. there we go. There we go. That's awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> Got really close there. Yeah. But it, show, it shows cloud, but 
it's Latrobe, so you never know when a rainstorm is going to hit or not. True. So it's better to be prepared. And I think, you know, they got some really good work in yesterday, working at they the did. earlier practice time. And today, it, it's a shell style of practice. So they're wearing what we call the spider spider pads, which is a little foam pad that goes in the sh- in place of the shoulder pads, with your jersey over it. So because you have that type of practice, a little bit cooler weather, um, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind the change if it gets guys ready. And, you know, one of the great things is I see actually Najee Harris in the far corner of the end zone yeah. doing 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 drill work. Yeah. So that, you know, you pray that foot's getting better, right, from the, from the steppage that he got on it. And um, going through some drill work. So I, re- I really like that aspect of it. So it means because there's less contact, there's opportunity for him to get out here and, uh, and work out with the team. So I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it if you can go a little bit lighter today because they went back-to-back padded practices, so you can't Correct go three mundo. consecutive. So it, Because if you do, you have to go three days off if you go wow. three consecutive padded. What a different rule, right? Yeah, boy, when <laughs> yeah. I say so. Oh, man. Well, you know, just watching, it, it's. I would say this has got to be invigorating for the guys. This is like a reload day. Yeah. You know, you can kind of after – you know, working in the heat of the day, as it were, the last two days with pads and everything else that puts the temperature oftentimes, you know, inside your helmet. It may be just 80, 85, something like that, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, air temperature-wise. But under your helmet, it can go up over 100, man, and it can really cook your gourd. Yeah, well, you know, that, that hard plastic, the padding and everything. Right. It gets, gets the core temperature up just a smidge. <laughs> Um, a smidge. A smidge. Because, obviously, you're supposed to be at 98, so to get over 100 is only like 2 or 3 degrees. Yeah, well. That's... So, I think that's one of the big things that you look at. It's a bigger smidge than you might think. Yeah, I it, mean, it is. It, it is. It takes know, a lot to get up there. Yeah. 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 It, it, it does. But, you know what? Um, you don't want to be there. That's the biggest thing about no, it. No, you don't want to be there. And right now, they're, they're getting ready to go through a pre-practice walkthrough. I will note this there's is the, there's massing. Do you see how they right now they're yeah. much loitering about? Yeah, you got a you got all the white shirts on yep. the, on field one, and then you have all the yellow shirts on field three, and then you have all support personnel in the Where's middle. Where's field two? Field two is in the middle. It's nobody over. That's field four. Oh oh oh, I see. Okay, yeah, one yeah, two three, and then four I is off. You. Four the turf is field. the artificial turf. One. Correct. I was looking. You know, you got caught when looking through the railing here, and it yeah, just yeah, didn't look right. Yeah, you you lost a whole field. I did. Yeah, it's it amazing. Went, it went amazingly. But I will say this: Coach Tomlin, surprisingly, has worn shorts for Again? the second time second day I, in I, a row. I've never seen that. Fifteen years. Did Fifteen you see years. That? I, yeah, I've never. It's always pants. It's always black on black pants. Say, and he's got he's got a fancy like rain like type jacket. Right. Um. Yeah. You, you know. He, Not seen that. He now blends more in. Dare I say it? He blends Maybe he's in. He's been doing some calf work in the off season. You trying to show know. off. Trying to yeah, show just, off a little bit know, of calf. I'm just saying. Hey, former receiver. You know. There you go. Little, little high knees. <laughs> Maybe he runs the stadium in the morning when we're not, when That's we're still it. sleeping. I don't you know. Never know. But yeah. one of the guys that has been showing up each and every day, and I got a lot of respect for watching this guy work is George Pickens. This guy continues to impress Max. You know whether. You know he's he's whether he's doing uh, you know the long ball you know that yeah. that like the Eagles you know I'm already gone he's gone I mean, yeah he can, he, he can catch the, uh, some of the toe tapping stuff that he's done yeah um, this sideline in uh, yeah, end zone work this guy is multi multi talented in whatever he does hey jet sweep he carried the ball yeah carried the ball uh, yesterday I mean. He's always showing up on film. I think, and that's one of the biggest things, especially for rookies, right? 
because we know who the known suspects are. Yes. Like when Chase Claypool catches one in the back of the end zone, ah, business as usual. We've yes. seen that before for many years. But when you see George Pickens as a rookie catching one on one end, catching it on the other end, back line, and it shows up every day. I mean, there's a key um, there's a key catch he made in the uh, in the team uh, pressure period. Yes. Um, yesterday. So I mean, there's just all these moments where you just you, you feel relieved, right? He hasn't plateaued. He hasn't right. fallen into the into the group. He continues to be an outlier um, with the group. So it, it, it's great to see. And he's you know the reps that he's getting with the first team and second team uh, have all been really beneficial for him. And you can see it's a guy that loves football and loves to compete. He does love to compete. I mean, you watch him. He is really very serious about the way he's going about his work. Uh, you know, the fact that he had that ACL injury, and you can't even tell by his movements out here, which, you know, that's that's not a lot of time to recover from an ACL injury, and yet he has overcome it, and he just looks better than 10 movie stars as he goes about his, his work day. You can see him right out there. He's just kind of working on his footwork. This is good. Yeah. This is like uh, Mr. Miyagi with uh, Ralph. Uh, what's it? Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. yeah. You know. Pat Morita. Yeah. Pat Morita. You're working on your on your skill set. You know, it's kind of like a kata. He's working on stuff. You know, getting the job done. You know, I think that's very important. Is it, not only do you do that during team, during individual, but on your own, working on your release off the line of scrimmage, battling the press. How do you do that? You know, when you got a guy in your press position over you. And, I remember watching Antonio Brown during practice when he was standing on the sidelines working on his hands as far as working on a release off a press. It yeah. was, it's interesting. Breaking, it, it, breaking that jam yes. at the line of scrimmage when you yes. got press man. And oh, George Bickett oh. gets the first pass of practice. That's it. It looked, it looked very easy right in the Brett basket. Mr. Bisky, nice arc on there. That was just a, a straight jog-go route, and I'll never forget, like I told you before, when I, on a Friday I did that when Bradshaw was warming up and a just gonged off my helmet. Yeah, yeah. I just I misjudged it. And I don't, I wasn't Sometimes you got to turn around. Yeah, just turn well, around. I, I did turn around. I just put my hands up and it just gonged off my helmet. Yeah, but no, no. I mean, you have to turn your body around well. to catch it. No, no, no. You can't. You can't expect it over the shoulder. I was going over, the, over shoulder. the shoulder. Yeah, you can. Ne- you can never anticipate that if you've never done it. <laughs> well, yeah. All I know is Bradshaw <laughs> fired me from the drill, and I, I hold yeah. that against him to this day. No, I mean, your career still was fine. Uh, you still played double-digit years because it's not like you were a receiver. Right. <laughs> yeah, he ended my career. Yeah, he ended your receiving career. Although I will say on my very first start, which was my second year, third game of preseason, playing the Dallas Cowboys, and the very first pass play, which happened to be the third play of the first series, and uh, Randy White beat me for a sack. I, I still don't know where he went to. But I'd know where he ended up. <laughs> <laughs> Slamming Bradshaw onto the turf. Hey, listen, it happens to the best of us. You get that, you get that, which way did he go? Which way yeah, did he go? That's exactly <laughs> it. It was yeah. like, what happened? How did you lose somebody 6'4 and nearly 280, whatever it was? How did you lose that dude? Exactly. Hey, listen, when it's, all, when it's all big bodies on the field. Yes. And it's all in the cluster, it, that tends to happen. I remember just being shocked. You know how it is sometimes you've had such a bad play, you can't even believe it, and you're kind of like, it's it's like uh, you feel like a World War II veteran, you know, shell-shocked, as they say. Yeah. You know, you just stand there. And I remember John Kolb, who had locked up with Harvey Martin. Yeah. Uh, he, he comes over and goes, you all right? And I go, yeah. He goes, you better get back in the huddle because Terry's going to be honked. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, just line up as nothing happens. Yeah. Keep your head down. Hi, Mr. Commu- Bradshaw. Com- yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah. Can't look him in the eyes. Can't look him in the eyes. <laughs> oh, that's an awful feeling when you give up a sack. Yeah. No. Right now we see, oh, we see uh, Mitchell Trubisky dropping one out there. Gunnar Oshevsky is a Shutsky is yeah. another guy that I think has been a real uh, highlighter here in, in training camp thus far. No, he has. I mean, because you, you, you realize at this point in camp, what's the versatility? What, what, what do guys offer from a multi-team aspect and we know that he is a top flight pro bowl punt returner right right But we also are finding out this is also a guy who is a top flight receiver and can catch the make the combat catches but what i didn't know was at bemidji state that he went to in the middle of nowhere how about bemidji yeah what, what kind of name is bemidji i have no I clue have, don't have a but, clue but he was a db really and they converted him when he got to the league to wide receiver now that's interesting because he was such a great punt returner. Well, you know what he, he well first of all he was an All Pro or a Pro Bowler at the in the punt return. Yeah. Um, this guy is also shown to be very tough. You watch him over the middle; he takes a hit, and Danny Smith calls him fearless. Yeah. All yeah, right. No, he, he, he fearless he's tough. gunner, gunner fearless. I don't even know how the fearless gunner. Yes. Oh, gunner the fearless one. The fearless one. I mean, okay. You, you can go. You can go a lot of ways with it. True. Well, but uh, but yeah, now he he's been one of the guys as well. You're talking about a surprise in camp. He has been the individual that has stuck out in in the receiving core outside of your known suspects or the guys right. that like because when you think of Chase Claypool, you know what he can do. You think of Deontay Johnson, you know what he can do. Think of Pat Fryermuth, you know what he can do. Even Anthony Miller, who came in as a new guy, you know he had a, he had a good career with Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. True. So you knew what these guys were, but you didn't know who. A lot of these short guys were. <laughs> yes. The little guys. The Tylers. Yeah, the ty- the Tylers <laughs> of the world, the Steven Sims of the world. Yes. And then Gunner's thrown in with that group, and you're like, oh, okay, this little 89 is is a guy who can catch. Because, I mean, it's funny. When I see 89, I always think of Lee Mays. Oh, yes. My teammate. So it's funny when you see your, your those numbers out there, you associate your teammate with them. Unquestionably so. And you also say, he's doing that number proud. <laughs> you know, yes. It's one of those things where you're like, all right. My teammate would be happy if he looked and saw this person wearing his number. So, and, and you know what else too? The gunner does. He's an emergency holder. You know, he was holding yeah. yesterday for yeah uh, for the, for the extra kickers. points. Yeah, yeah. for that was that team red zone, and then of course situational football, um, doing doing field goal kicks at the end of, of each uh, each unit's uh, work. And what a good job he did. Yeah. You know, I mean, he didn't bobble any snaps. I'd hate to do that. You yeah, know, that's going to catch well, that ball, trying to put it down there. I just, I always think of Tony Romo with the oh, Dallas yeah, Cowboys. When he, remember when he botched that one? When yep. he botched it, and they lost the game. Oh <laughs> so, my goodness! So yeah, that's that one. Debo is a long snapper. Yep, yeah, these are moments I like. I enjoy playing on special teams. I don't like being the focal point of the special no, teams. No, not in any sense. No, because that that just anytime that didn't you have work. to hold, touch, catch, or boot a ball, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> Indeed, that's absolutely correct. I will dodge those opportunities like the five Ds of dodgeball. <laughs> well, yes, yes, indeed. But Gunner is a guy that I, I really think, you know what, he's getting more reps because of the injuries we've had to the wide receivers. And, of course, Deontay being out. Now Deontay was holding out, then he reported, and he went a couple practices. Now he's having a little bit of hip flexor stuff going on. But, you know, a guy like Gunner, he's making the most of it. And one man's yeah. misfortune is another man's fortune. And if you can pick up some of those reps and then produce on those reps, that's exactly. huge. Production is key. Yeah. Show up on the tape right. with your opportunity. 
And he, he's done that. I mean, just like so many guys have done that. I mean, injuries are a natural part of this game, right? When you have contact, there's going to be bumps, bruises, injuries that are involved with that. True. And teams playing different level, varying levels of precaution with those. So it breeds opportunities. I mean, think about if Najee Harris does not get, get, get the foot st- stepped on, do we even know who Jalen Warren is? That's true. That's a great point because until and unless you get those obvious, uh, you know, reps added to your 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 uh, you know workload. Workload, yes. Thank you. You know, when you get that, you get you got to shine with that, and, and maybe it's just those reps that would have gone to Najee that he was shined on. You just don't know. You you don't know, and think about if if Claypool and Deontay are practicing, do we get to see George Pickens as much? Mm. Do we get to see Gunner? Do, do we get to see Anthony Miller, really? I Anthony mean, Miller's another guy that's – And Calvin Austin. Moments. I mean, you think about the, the, just those opportunities um, that are presented. And then Tyson Alualu being out, you know, that really gave Montrevious Adams True. additional reps. That, that, that gives additional reps to DeMarvin Leal. You know, these are those different opportunities that, you know, I, I know there's going to be a vet day here and there, but – You've gotten a lot more opportunities, and it's really allowed to be able for us to make an impression and for the coaches to make an impression about you. The scouting department gets a better look at and a sense of what you can do in different situations. So, you know, it's an unfortunate thing, but this is also the time of year where you want to see those injuries, right? True. (laughs) You know, being minor and being precautionary because now you can build out your team better. You can find where the depth is and figure out what guys can do well to complement your team, to change up you know, some of the things that you do in your team, and it could also expand your playbook as far as what you can do offensively and defensively. Well, I guess didn't it happen with the the great Lou Gehrig? Didn't he jump? Somebody somebody was uh, – I always think of Wally Pip, but – Oh, Wally Pip. That's, that's Wally the Pip guy. and Brett Favre. I always think of that one. Well, Brett Favre was a quarterback, man. He was, what? Wally Pip, he was what? Wasn't he a baseball player? No. Oh, boy. I oh. I'm okay, on there. that, we're going to break. Okay. <laughs> we're going to go to break right <laughs> now. You find those marbles there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Wally Pip, I thought it was a baseball player. No. Eh, how no, about that? Not. All right, Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room where Steelers Nation comes together. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation, SNR. on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, one of the things I love about coming up to training camp is seeing some of my old teammates or your old teammates, and, you know, they, they're around. And Tim Worley, who was uh, the first-round draft pick back in, what was it, 89, I believe, yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Tim's, Tim's a great guy. He's, he's now an evangelist, working with a lot of inner-city groups and um, – just talking to groups about, uh, you know, being able to turn your life over to Christ and do some things that are just outstanding in the community. I'm just really just so thrilled for Tim. It was great to hug it out with him, man. He's a good dude. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I saw Tim. I didn't get a chance to walk over and talk to him because also another former player, not from our team, but working with the NFLPA, uh, Lester Archambault. Oh, uh, yeah, I, had a, I got to talk to him yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So, so Les was here. So I was talking with Les, and, uh, and then, of course, I had to get up for the rap show. But I saw Tim. I kind of waved as I had to run back up the hill to right. get ready for the live show. Cause Were you really running? I was jogging. Okay. I was jogging. All right. I, 
I've I've forbidden anything over a, a, a casual stroll for me. Yeah, Can't do it. You know, but um, but we we do have a correction. Um, uh, oh, Jacob, are are you live? Oh, oh, nope, nope. You got to turn is. yourself up Come there, give Jacob. Yourself in there. You know, I thought you were going to me to start, and so I just turned my mic down once you were no, talking about Tim. No, no, no. But yeah, I got to. Yep, here we go. Make the noise. <laughs> oh, what is that? That's the, the, the sound of the uh, Department, Department of Corrections. Yes, Department the of Corrections. The DOC. DOC. Yes, DOC. Okay. That would be Ninja Jacob. And dear Ninja Jacob, what do you have for us on this? Well, it seemed like. Wolf, you were right all along. <laughs> Even though he didn't know who it was that Luke Derrick skipped over. Right, him, right. It's all good. Flag it. <clears throat> what What was I right about? Uh, what, what was his name? It, it, was, uh, it was Wally Pitt. Wait a minute. Wally Pitt. Pitt. Wa- Wa- Wally Pitt. You're the Department of Corrections. You're I know. supposed to be handling hey, hey, this. Hey, listen. It's a team job. Yeah, exactly. It's a team job. We're all in it. I'm just, yeah, I'm just exactly. the, the breaking news guy. <laughs> yes, okay. he is. And that so. would be Wally Pitt was what? A baseball player correct? was a baseball correct. player, and that was, and he was the guy that Lou Gehrig jumped for his career. Thank uh, you. But for Brett Favre, it was Dan Mikowski. Uh, Mikowski. Yeah, yeah, he was a Buffalo guy. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, but Dan Mikowski started the first three games. And yeah. did you know this? Brett Favre's first start as a Green Bay Packer was against who? I don't know. Pittsburgh Steelers. Be? Really? Yeah, it was first start as a Green Bay Packer. No kidding. Yep. All right, I'm going to raise you one here, buddy, because I got a little. Now, uh, now I'm trying to re- reclaim the uh, the lost footing okay. that I have and my credibility. The Steelers, all right. Okay. Steelers born after Brady was drafted. That's what this is about. But the okay. entire team. Here's no. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady turned 45 on August 3rd. All right. Okay. He will become the ninth oldest player to play in the NFL in Week One. Now Brady could face nearly 50 players this this whole season. Uh, you know, who were not born uh, before he was drafted. I mean, until after he was drafted, right? But there's three yeah. Steelers who were not even born when he was drafted. Do you know who they are? Uh, George Pickens. There's <laughs> one. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, see, George Pickens wasn't wasn't um, Connor Hayward. Mm, that's not listed here. I don't, I don't I, the three yeah. that I got. Okay. George Pickens, Chris Steele, and DeMarvin Leal. Oh, wow. Okay. Those guys, yes. They were not even born when Tom Brady was drafted. Isn't that, that something? That's amazing where we're about at. That. And the problem, I mean, not the problem. The thing about it is he's still playing at a huge high level. That's amazing. He is. Because he was, was he drafted in 99 or 2000? 2000. 2000. Okay. So, yeah. So, he he was drafted the year I came to college. How about that? Yeah. That's, that's, that's ridiculous to think. But I... You you want old? I had already been retired nine years. But I mean, I yeah. know that's it's, it's all good. It's all good. No, no, it's no. All good. no, it's all good. Feeling, it's all good. Wolf, feeling poor about myself now. I mean, but the fact that you know the players of today. I mean, we're all, it's all gonna it's gonna happen to all of us. Yes, true. I mean, true. I mean, yeah. That's I mean, the way it goes. I, I, in a couple of in a couple of years, it's gonna be that I was drafted before some of these guys were born. That's true. Yeah, there's a rookie class out there that's that's awaiting in the next, I don't know, four years or so, three, less than like three years from now, that will have not been born potentially when I was drafted. Amazing, isn't it? When you think yeah. about the longevity of a guy like Brady. Brady, I mean, what do you think about Brady? Remember, I mean, Ray Brown's career. Yes. What was I mean? Twenty, 20 year offensive years. tackle. Yeah, Bruce Matthews. I mean, these guys play. I mean, they were almost old enough to play with their kids. Yes. <laughs> you know that's true. 
And you see LeBron James is, is trying to hold on to play with his son, which is crazy to think. And that's when you know how special some of these athletes are that play professional sports. I mean, it, it's crazy they can still perform at such a high level. I mean, you look at Brady's stats last year. I mean, he was he was leading the league at, at certain points. And I think he finished. The, I think he finished the year almost tied uh, tied for first place in the passing yards. He was whatever it was. It was high up there. You know. Yeah. It's interesting. I will tell you one thing. Remember Ted Washington? Yes. The, nose, the 400 Ted, pounder? Yeah. yeah. His dad played for the Houston Oilers, and I got in a fight with his dad in one time during the game. Pretty good one. Actually, they broke it up, and then it started all over again with he yeah. and I. But it was funny because when I walked by him when I was on the sidelines early on, you know, yeah. in my uh, broadcasting career, I, I watched him. He slammed a forearm into the goalpost, and the whole thing moved, you know. And I'm yeah. watching, I'm going, hope he doesn't know there's – there was something between his dad and me. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. I just stay over here. Yeah, just stay, stay out over. of the way. You know what? Don't even just, make an introduction. Yeah, yes, you know. You wonder. Really you wonder if you made it to a couple of <laughs> of of, of, ta- uh, of dinner table talk. Yeah, you know, you, you hope that never came around and that there wasn't a ill will uh, yeah. in that area. But certainly, I would say this. You know, you, you come up here and you just look at. What's unfolding before us? Now the fans are starting to roll in again. Practice has been moved from 155 to 1030. But as we're watching the specialists and special teams go about their processing of uh, well, individual, individual going on around yeah. the fields. We see we see the gunner down there doing a good job catching punts. Yeah. Did you ever try to catch punts off that? The, yeah, I have caught a punt off, off the jugs machine. I did I did catch one, but it took multiple attempts. Okay. So, well, I mean. The jugs machine is a little. You but know, you did it. I did. But I you did. did it. That's it, most just, important. Yeah, you know that thing comes out there, and I, yeah, I can't imagine people running at you 100 mile an hour, and you're looking at that thing. You're, you're looking. You're looking at the ball. Looking at the guy. Looking yep. at the ball. Snapshot. Looking at the guy. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you know, and that, that's and that's a special position, and that's uh, you know, and that's one I, I never want a returner in those moments. And yes, we'll get on guys who 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 don't make the punts, or the punt slips through, right? It comes down, and you're like, "Oh!" And you're trying to find it. You know, I have I have no envy for that, and and, and everything they do is always astonishing. How about the guys that that catch multiple? Oh yeah, they're catching like three and yeah. four. You know, they, they catch it, they tuck it, and then they catch another one one-handed and tuck it. You know, and then I forgot what the record was, but I've seen guys. It was five. Was it five? It was five for the Steelers. Okay. I, I don't know what the all-time record is. Okay. It's not an official one. I don't know if Guinness ever came I out for that. I could catch more than one. One was a challenge enough. Yeah, you need those two hands. Yes. All absolutely. right, we got warm-up because we got, we got team warm-up because I hear the music in the background. <laughs> a little ludicrous for today. I don't know who the DJ is. Uh, I think it's Marcus Allen I under wonder- the tent there. Okay, that wonder who, song. who picks. Yeah, all I right. feel like it's him since he's right by the DJ equipment. That's, yeah, that seemed like it would be his job at this point in time. Yeah, I don't. I guess you know Chase Claypool got his wishes when Chase had said, "Hey, we should have music for warmups." I mean, but it's just it's just strictly for warmups. Yes. It goes off after that. That's still something that's still astonishing to me. Yeah, because the only time we ever got music piped in was uh, was a away team stadium practice. Right, when it going. And it, and it sounded like, I mean, it sounded like either the aircraft uh, going going overhead right, at a very right. loud speed, or it was the white noise. Yeah, they and just, they would play it so oh, loud. Oh, it's brutal when they They eventually play that. got actually fan crowd sound, which was nice, but still. You annoying. mean like what they played in the uh, stadiums during the COVID? Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> that was weird. 
That no was, doubt about it. That was weird watching because because you, you see the field and then every once in a while you catch the stadium, you realize there's nobody in the stadium. It's like, well, where's the sound coming from? You're pumping in artificial sound. And it was crazy. I'm glad those days are over. All yes. right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. The Steelers are starting to warm up. Training camp is happening at St. Vincent College. Showtime! The black and gold live here 24-7. This is SNR. This report is sponsored by Kelly Blue Book. Slow ride with work going on on the turnpike on the eastbound side as you're heading towards Monroeville. Inbound on 28, a delay with... Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.